0: This is Business Fever NG Podcast, episode 64. This is a podcast where successful food entrepreneurs in Nigeria share the success stories of how they built their brand and the lessons they learned along the way. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is... Yes, And I'm your host, Olumide from Barbecue and Cravings.
1: Good morning.
0: Uh, let, me, let me preface this by saying that like, I'm still struggling in my business, so, uh, so it's not like I know a lot of things. But I'm, i know. You know, I've been maybe four or five years now in this, so there might be some pointers that I can share with you.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: so that's um the, and also we're recording this call because, what I find is like sometimes what we discuss might be helpful for some other people, so um we'll okay. be on the podcast and hopefully people can find it useful as well. Yes. Alright, great. So. Alright, great. I shoot then.
1: Okay, so. Okay, let let me just tell you a little bit about the business first, like the idea and everything. So I have like a snack factory, that's what I call it, where I make um, sweet potato chips and um, taro chips, which is um, cocoan chips. I've been doing this for like three, it'll be three years this year, but I've always had this idea. So since like now maybe like thirteen years ago, I always wanted to do it. So I would just make you know the chips at home. and send it to my friends and just send it around. And then people always told me, you know, why why are you doing this thing for free and giving everybody? You should try and you know start something with it. So I always wanted to start, but I would just be like, ah, oh. I would you know we slicing the 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 potatoes and all of that. It was just so much stress, and I would be like, ah. Oh, Sorry, I can't start because I have like a proper machine, I want to have like a proper factory, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that, and, you know, so that kept delaying me from starting, and, you know, and then my dad, before my dad passed away, my dad promised me, said, okay, don't worry, I have this, you know, you can build a mini factory, I can do this, You can do that, so I just, you know, sort of, kind of waited for that, but that never came, and, there was just one day, and then I would do maybe I'll just do like two packs of like you know, two packs of it. And my sister was like, okay, I want to buy it from you, my friend wants it. But by the time she comes back and says, Oh, somebody wants five, I'll be like, eh, I can't do it. Five, <laughs> you want my hand to drink? I can't, I can't do it. But like three years ago, you know, I and then my husband and everybody said, You know, when they go out, they'll be like, Hmm, see, we saw this malam. Selling this thing on your own is even like so different. Why are you not doing this thing? So, you know, one day I just said, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to go first. I will do it. So I started slicing and I, I, I used to do it by myself. I would peel the potatoes myself, slice the potatoes myself. I, I would do it like, you know, even overnight, so morning. And, you know, I started selling it and people started encouraging me and, you know, and so I started oh, this is so nice. So you have to keep doing it. So I kept on going, going and I, I, you know, I started doing everything all by myself. And, you know, until a point when I realized that, okay, I can't continue doing this thing myself. My hand is even, you know, sort of breaking, and I can't even do anything else. I would, the slice as well, because it, it can be very sharp. So I would cut my hand, wow. cut my thumb, cut this. You know, my at the point, my husband said, look, how much is this? You're saying this thing for time. But you're going to destroy your whole hand. Like, you won't have any hands again by the time you... You, you know if you keep doing this thing right I didn't stop so sometimes I would even have like a bandage around my hand and I because I, I just probably caught my hand or something and I would keep going and keep slicing, keep slicing, and then you know I started having like you know customers and people who always wanted to order and they would say oh we want like 10 we want like 20 and after a while obviously and then I would find myself as well so I would I, I didn't have anywhere to fry it. At the back of my house, we don't we don't have a BQ or anything. So it's just like an open space. And can imagine the little sun. So I would be there outside, no umbrella, nothing. I would be frying this thing all by myself at the back of my house. And I remember one day my sister came and she was like, I can't believe this. Are you I can't believe you're doing no, this is too so much. You have to get somebody. Though we're well. obviously proud of you that you're doing this thing, but you can't keep it's not, it's not, you know, you can't sustain this. So I, and then I didn't, it have anything. Then the wind would start blowing the fire. Then I started getting like cotton. on. will bring out the uh, like different things, like some toy boxes. I would put it around the fire so that it wouldn't, it wouldn't blow it away, you know. And then after a while, I just thought, okay, look. I had to get one person, even if it's a temporary person. I have to get somebody to help me because my the demand was becoming too much. I couldn't even meet up with the food, with the demand, so I got a, somebody who, they um, come in like temporarily. She would come like maybe once in two weeks, and I would we'll mix the chips together. Ooh, I would still fry. Maybe she would peel. I was still like very into it, and would fry together, do everything, pack up together, do everything together. And then after a while, the sun, you know, the, the, it would, sometimes we'll pray, oh God, please don't let it rain today because it rains. We'll be able to try this. You know, we're already slicing the cheese and we're looking at the weather and we're thinking, oh my God, the rain looks like it's coming. What are we going to do? You know? And then after a while, I said to do like a small tent. I got a carpenter. and we did like a small, it was like, you would have, you would have thought I, would enjoy, I just built a factory. When we did the tent, it was, it was such a great like achievements that, you know, we it was just fantastic to have something even cover our heads and the, you know and everything and so we kept on going going for it like that. And I had somebody who used to come temporary and everything just went, you know, started going like that. Then I now wanted to introduce some things, but you know, because people would say, oh we want, you know, this can you do like big chips and do that? I experimented on them and I got it right but I was just having difficulty like try like moving on, like doing adding more stuff to the thing and you know, so I just I, I just focused on what I was doing and I kept on doing it. Then another time a friend said, Oh, have you tried cocoa yam chips? You know, when I was smaller I used to eat cocoa yam chips. I'm like, I don't even know anything about cocoyam. I've never even tasted it before. In fact I even think it's like a local sort of, you know, I don't know, in my house, we've never even tasted kokoyam before. Like I'll just see people carrying it on their head, and I'm just thinking, hmm, what is this? And I'll move on. And then she's like, no, you should try it. And I experimented on it, and it was great. And that's how I started making, like, the kokoyam parrot chips. Okay. And everything, you know, progressed from there and all of that. So, but now, I'm at this stage where, guess I've been doing this for almost three years. It's I would I, I would I would I wouldn't say that this isn't my full time job because I do other things apart from this. So I wouldn't say that I have all my focus, you know, in it because it's not, you know, it's not my full time job. But you know what I'm struggling with right now is two things. One, okay, so apart from this yam chips and sweet potato chips, I started making sweet potato chips and. I realized, that, okay, by the time we finished slicing, um, meanwhile, I also got a machine. And, you know, I spent quite a, a lot of money buying the machine. But by the time I, you know, the machine, the people in this Nigeria, they'll say, oh, sorry, you cannot try it out. You cannot do this. So I bought the machine by face. I brought it home. Unfortunately, when I started using the machine, I realized that it was slicing the potatoes too thick. Oh, wow. And I, I think, you know, so it didn't work for me. So I, I just have the machine somewhere and we continue using our wow. hands to, wow. to do the, to the, you know, so since then I've tried to buy, look for something to do. I even contacted the guy, but maybe the guy thought I wanted to return the machine. So he wasn't even listening to anything I was even saying. I was even trying to ask him, do you know where I can even get a thinner blade? It's just like, ah, no, no, that's what they use. The planting chips, people, this is what, <laughs> like, you know, don't come and bring your own. Like, you've already paid for this thing. I'm not taking it back. So I just, I kept the machine. I I've tried to buy, like, different boxes of place, but they've just been swapping me. You know, somebody would say, oh, we're in Australia. I would pay, like, $80, and I wouldn't get anything. They would say, oh, we're in Italy. I would pay this, and I wouldn't get anything. So I gave up for a while, and I just left it there I said, look, I don't know, some, sometime, someday, I'll probably find a machine, but we have to keep going. I can't stop because I can't find a machine. So... You know, uh, so I started you know the 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 what what's left from the sweet potato when when we're slicing it's like the small part and sun So I, I started making sweet potatoes with it. You know, so people can you can actually use the sweet potato like to eat like vegetables or crumbs soup, like you know, it's like kamala. But it's just sweeter. And then I started doing the same for the cocoyam as well. Started, you know, whatever is left.
0: Are these chips fried? Or, um, how, do you, how would you eat? I'm just the, sorry they're joking. fried. They're fried. Okay, and you say eat okra yeah. and stuff like that?
1: No, yeah, but, you know, that's, that's like the powder. Okay, so instead okay, of making okay. Pow- oh, like yeah, making okay. it in, in like powder form. Okay. The, whatever is left from the ones that we, we didn't fry. That's fantastic. It would dry and then, you know, make it as, as, as um, powder form. So, but now... What my my issue is right now that I'm facing and I've been looking for someone to talk to about it is, number one, like, expanding. Because I make the sweet potatoes at the back of my house. Now, I still use this my tent that I've been using, that I I made and, you know, we've been using it. I don't have a BQ at home or anything. I have a temporary staff who comes. And, you know, she comes, like, she even works somewhere. So she comes maybe once a week to come and because she she can't even come more than that. She comes about once a week to come and help and mix the chips and then go goes away. But, and then when, when it's like Christmas time, we can increase the number of times that she comes. But the problem now is that I, I want to also get a more permanent staff because I feel like I'm, I can do more than I'm doing at the moment. I can do way more. Way, 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 way more than I'm doing at the moment. But my 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 problem is we fry the chips at the my house. I don't have a bq. I don't have any space. I don't know if I can afford like a proper I a, a i don't know like a dq or anything to you know uh move into and make the chips. I need a permanent staff who would you know be working every single day because there's something to do every day like if I get somebody who would work every day but my problem is I don't have anywhere to put them if i get them because I, I can't say oh okay you're working with me then you can sit outside from morning till <laughs> from nah, morning to let, let, c- let them come
0: and go i mean employees i'm not sure mm-hmm. uh, people their places okay i mean should i jump in right now or i should just wait for yes please okay so all right um i think you have the answers to all the questions they are asking really um Hire, hire a full time employee, pay them enough, mm-hmm. whatever it is, 25 to 45, even 50 grand, and let them come on okay. go. You know, let them come in 8 o'clock in the morning, and walk till, let's say, 4 or 5 p.m. Now, for production wise, this is me jumping over the place. I think what some people that I've interviewed have done, like uh, Toby's Donut was one of them, and then uh, Green Grill House, um, they okay. supply stores. So you don't have to, so you just produce, let's say, you produce like 200 packs. You know, obviously mm-hmm. put your, your timestamp or whatever on it. And then you go to 10 different supermarkets and say, come, this is our product, test it out. Um, I think some of the agreements they have is if they don't sell it, then they, they return it, you don't get the money back. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just look for um, places to stock. So literally you can even just produce one week in a month. I don't know how long, What's the shelf life of this product?
1: Like three months.
0: Oh, okay. So you can spend two weeks producing enough. let's want step back a little bit make sample packs select Mm -hmm. maybe 10 different supermarkets that or whatever that you feel like fits the brand or might have the right audience for your product give them sample Mm. pack and say come this is 10 packs there test it out with your market and let's see if there's demand for it you know um go around different places do that maybe gyms maybe a um, hair salon whatever the case like so that way you produce it in bulk and you can even have employees you hire for, let's say, one week at a time, and you just bang out mm-hmm. like a whole lot. You know, um, I don't. I mean, I'm a, I'm not, I won't I'm a cheap guy, but I think working in your house works right now. You know, um, okay. You're frying. At burners can fry these things. You know. Um yes, you don't that's need, what we you You don't need anything fancy. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. um, ten hands can cut better than maybe. Yeah. 10 halves might be cheaper than a machine, for example, right? So just Mm hire extra hands, you know, let them cut Mm -hmm. it right, fry it. But obviously this is before, once you know that there's a demand for your product and you have like 10 supermarkets markets, I want to carry 20 each. And what you can end up doing is if you produce enough, three months, just have backups, like just have a storage, you know, convert one of the little rooms in your house you know Mm -hmm. if i just box them up so you can have a box that has been like 16 a box so you can do mass Mm -hmm. production behind the scenes and then you focus on trying to get it into stores three months is fantastic Mm -hmm. because that's even amazing so literally you can spend again two weeks producing if not Mm -hmm. less than that and then you package Mm it um seal it up put it in a box somewhere maybe your garage you know, like under, not under your bed, but anywhere in the mm-hmm. house, yeah. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. look for markets for that, you know. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I'm not sure who, I'm not sure how the other people who have similar products are cutting their product, but mm. some folks may not be using machines and the fact that you can no, use it, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. then just get extra hands. I mean, labor in Nigeria is relatively cheap, you know, twenty five to yeah. 30,000 naira, 40,000 mm-hmm. I can do that. And then the biggest labor is cutting, right? Yeah, that's it. Then the rest is uh frying, and anybody can fry. Mm-hmm. So you can have, yes. you know, young guys coming to cut, and then some old woman who's gonna come and fry, whatever the case is. Yeah. And obviously packaging and mm. sealing. So, um, first thing our advice is put mm. out test products in the supermarket. So
1: and then you know you also put them in the supermarket. You most of the supermarkets that I've approached before, they've been like, oh, you have to have NAFTA number fantastic to, so to have it in the shop which i don't have okay
0: so my question to you would be like where do you see your brand like what do you want for this brand like um is this something that because the first question would be like what's the why why are you doing this you know because okay. it's either you're going to go all the way or you may mm. not even have to go at all because all the way obviously you can't but distribution is a, is, is a key in our industry right now. The more places carrying your products, yeah. the cheaper it is for you. You don't have to worry yes. about extra staff stealing, overhead mm-hmm. and all that. So there was a WhatsApp group that I joined recently. No, I didn't join. There was a, like a class a, a day from Green Grill House did. And she, she touched on this as well because people were asking about um how to get the NAFTAG thing. And I think they yeah. said... That it was between like one twenty and like maybe like three hundred thousand hours, or so to get the naftek approval, and she, mm-hmm. they, they put a number out there. I can probably text you. I can text it mm-hmm. to you after this conversation. Okay. Now I've not spoken to the lady, okay. but I actually wanted to get All her right. on the podcast to say, "Come, people who want to get in, get this whole naftek thing improved, like how do how do they go about it?" Mm-hmm. So there's information about that, and um, in my bill, maybe six weeks wahala. Call Naja Factor, right? Back and forth, but once mm-hmm. you have it you know, imagine you're in like 10 supermarkets or ordering 100 a week. Yeah. yeah. Fingers across, I mean, you don't have to worry about, you know, pushing Instagram, you know, carrying to deliver yeah. 10 packs to this person mm-hmm. and that person. So, mm-hmm. it, it's a good investment to do whatever it is you have to do to be able to supply into stores and then push it heavily mm-hmm. into stores. Mm. Makes some sense. Yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Full time. Yeah, get extra staff. I mean, it's, and then, you know, you can get a budget to say, okay, for the next six months, uh, I want to make X from this business and I will try my best to do that. And even if, yeah. if you don't, you can go and re- go back and say, fine, where did we go wrong? Because the hard truth in being an entrepreneur is like sometimes our product is not what the market wants and we can't yeah. force that, you know? Um, and maybe it's such a niche, pro- niche product that you can never be that big. And then passion drives you, you know, um, because mm-hmm. you, you just like people eating a product. But if it's yeah. uh, there's a finance, there's a, there, there's a inspiration of obviously paying bills, you know, passing it on to your kids and all that, then, you know, you have to invest in it and then expect that it might take you, you know, X amount of time to even try to get into any kind of market, you know, um, but mm-hmm. it is worth the investment,
1: I'm just thinking a second think about what you said, I and mean, this is actually true. Because that's what I would want. I would want, I, you know, I'd, obviously, I I, I enjoy... I, mean, I, would, I don't even really enjoy sliding and all of that, because that's just a lot of work. That's, that's labor, but, yeah. <laughs> but I like... And I know that a lot of people love this yeah. product. Yeah. I know that they get satisfaction. I know I get lots of reviews. You know, I sometimes I have to even, like, you know, send to Abuja, to Ibadan, like, you know, people say, oh, I don't even mind putting in a bus, like, you know, just wrap it properly and I'll send my driver to go to the park and, and go and pick it up, you know. So I like the satisfaction that people get from, like, you know, eating it. I like when people call me and they say, oh my God, my children, you know, I need to come and, like, order now because my children won't let me sleep, you know. I like all of that. Obviously, I, 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 I'm, I'm seeing this, like, you know, in a bigger picture that obviously I want it to be a business that, you know, like a product that would be everywhere and people would enjoy so get, get, get the NAFTAG
0: then, research <laughs> yes. how people are um, distributing you know um, mm-hmm. the other folks. So but are you are you familiar with Green Grill, Green Grill House?
1: No. So no, they no. they
0: do the Greek yogurt. and um, okay, and she's in different stores, and that's what she does. I mean, she she does has like maybe like a salad bar, or whatever, right? But like, at, mm. maybe she's probably more known now for the Greek yogurts than anything else. And she's in supermarket, she's at a spa, um, she's at a few and then she she has different locations. In fact, there are a lot of people who have distribution that i'm not even sure they have nafta numbers you know um, mm. but obviously again um you're better off doing it the right way and your dried product i don't think mm. it would be hard for you to get that versus things that might you know might be your dry good product. so i don't think you again. Okay, this mm. is my assumption i don't think it would be that complicated to have because your, your plant it's like your planting chips I mean, that, I mean that's probably how they're going to classify you guys like your fried goods like dried goods yeah. You yeah, know, so I think that's uh, that's a, also let me commend you on the fact that you're using the uh leftover products and you you find the other use for it. I think that's Yay, brilliant, thank um, that's, you. that's fantastic, and that alone itself is also a business model. So, um, mm. th- that's that's pretty impressive.
1: Thank you. So, I just have to thank you so much because you, yeah, I think you actually open up our mind to actually think better because. You know, it was just thing it was it just I guess sometimes maybe when you when you're just thinking about things and you don't really talk about it, it, it looks like it's bigger than what it looks like, it. It looks like you know, like something that is not possible. Because for instance now me getting somebody, I've just been thinking about how how am I going to even you know, because it would really be okay for them to stay outside, nah, you know, that's lot You can do that as a
0: luxury for them, but none of my employees stay at my, um where we have a restaurant, but they don't stay there. They go home every day. And now the only flip side to all of this is, as you're growing, you're going to have different kind of challenges, like employee issues, mm. you know, and that's okay because it's, it's a nature of the beast, right? But, um, mm. pay, f- employ people who are not far away or who, who yeah, who are not too far away? Maybe like 200, $250 maximum transport, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, you know, um, and really, if you really want to... You don't... Have, it, it depends on... So, go back and think about how much do you want this to be a business? If you do want it to be a business, right. get a store that's far... I mean, let's say you get a store, let's say in Nigeria, for example, right? So, there's a... Mm-hmm. There's a new term, there's the things called ghost kitchen now. It's not yet in Nigeria officially, but I'm sure it's going to get here at some point. It's really, um, when we order from Instagram, we don't know what the what kind mm-hmm. of kitchen, we don't know what the restaurant is. We just know True? they are deliver to us. So they can be as far as Equifix. And it, because what you're doing right now is production, you don't have to mm-hmm. produce in your house. Like you can produce enough. In mm-hmm. fact, let me even let me even... So do you have a recipe? Is there a recipe for this? Because that's probably another... Yeah. Co- okay, there's a recipe. So there's a seasoning recipe you mm. have, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Madam, go to a, a manufacturer and say, come, these are my spices. This is kokoyang. Produce for me. Charge me two naira. and package it for me. Deliver it to me. So now you're producing. Because mm. the factories I don't have... Now, okay, I'm thinking too much now. The other issue with that is at some point, they might be selling your products to other customers behind your back. (laughs) But that's, again, Mm -hmm. let's not be, it's not, um, I'm not, so you you can shop around to see factories who produce this thing and they might have downtimes, Or it might be a case Mm -hmm. where this is being very optimistic. Come, Mm -hmm. Monday through Wednesday, you guys don't have anything you're doing. Let me come in there with my team and let's produce. That way you can probably do like a lot more volume within a short period of yeah. time and then you just if you want you can you know store in your house so your entire backspace right now build a, mm. a, a shelf there and just store boxes of like 100 h so right now production mm-hmm. no longer in your house you're not worried about bringing you know all kinds of people into your yeah. house and then yeah. they your gas you know look looking at mm. you know so you, you, you've taken away that but Again, it would be test the market. So do samples, go into supermarkets and say, come, if mm-hmm. I have Nafdac, this, is this, is this. this. Mm. And then you don't, I mean, not all supermarkets probably require that. Maybe the big name ones, yeah. well, you know, and mm. again, you can play in that field as well. Um, I would say why even chase the whole Nafdac thing? Just sample things, mm. you know, um, samples. Mm. Or, or, or maybe you go to a supermarket and see a, a similar product that's on the shelf. And you can ask them, come. How often do you guys get supplier of this one? You know that you want to buy in bulk, for example. So you have an idea. Like they, they, they can be like, oh, they get supply every Tuesday. You know, because you're, mm-hmm. you're going to ask them who supplies you and how, how much do they supply at a time. The guys might, might be up, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you talk mm-hmm. about you want to buy bulk, for example, right? They will tell you, okay, um, they supply us on Tuesday, and you'd be like, how many can you supply at a time? They'll tell you oh, two two mm. crates. So that gives you an idea what the volume is. You know, and then if you really want to, you can go there maybe every other day to see how fast it's going That's off the good. shelf. Yeah, You know, so that gives mm-hmm. you an idea that, OK, well, there's a market for that, you know. um So there are things you can do, but definitely test the market. I would say mm. get um, your NAFDAQ, you know, or try to get a NAFDAQ and okay. produce as much as you can in the house. But at some point, because home is home, you know, um, yeah. you, you will start you know, it's, it's okay to either look for a factory that does this full-time and they can help you produce and package and you just mm. brand it yourself. Or you get a store in Ecuador or some fire area that land is cheap or rents is cheap and produce mm-hmm. there because nobody cares. Nobody's going to come and say, exactly Let me come to your factory. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, um, even yeah. if you have people that have empty lands, you, know, um, you know, who don't know what to do with the land for now, Come, let me set up shop there mm. and produce. So that all oh, the the creative options mm. of production. Yeah. You know the creative options of production, like creative options of production. So, yeah.
1: That makes a lot of sense because yeah, yeah. Even like, I think I should first start with family and friends and see who has a space or something somewhere that I might even be able to like, you know, almost get almost for free. Yeah. Like you know, that won't cost that much because now well, we're thankful that it's not raining and it's just you know it's that time. But once it starts raining, then you know we you, you just sort of get scared. Yeah. <laughs> like you know the breeze. Yes, we have the shade, but it's not like it's covered in front and at the back or whatever. So you're still worried about some things that you know that you cannot control in like the sort of environment that we we, we um we produce
0: in yeah um so, so have has have you so definitely three months is the shelf life right and quality doesn't drop in, in those three months
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. so production wise can be a dry season i mean um or like the dry days in the season in, in in a week you know mm-hmm. um and you just stall mm-hmm. so i think that's probably again it's building a process and um mm. mass producing so you're not constantly cutting every day or cutting every yeah. other day know, season you're mm-hmm. producing all that at once you're producing and you're storing you know um mm. and this thing in fact you can probably store like a i don't know like a thousand pieces in one of the rooms like in 10 different boxes yeah. 100 in a box mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that's a lot already. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. so and it's it's not hard to like build like a uh you know small shelf, you know, a few feet off the ground and install some extras in there. Mm. So but just be creative with it. I, I think um the good thing is people like your product. That's the first thing. And now it's just mm. how do you get into a bigger market and how do you how do you make sure you don't get burnt out, you know, um mm. in the process.
1: Mm oh thank you so much
0: I agree, great 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 congrats very helpful Uh, thank you very much and congrats (laughs) on the business as well too just keep at it you know um definitely keep at it keep at it keep at it
1: thank you i agree very very
0: much for even giving me so much of your time it's um i mean and again we're going to pay forward i i think this is something that business owners have to do it's not about oh i'm a consultant like f that like
1: yeah. the more we're all
0: successful the better it is for everybody and right now yes. our, our kids need <laughs> to some degree like i mean ninety five to five oh, yeah. is, a, is a problem right now so it, it's w- entrepreneurs creates ninety five five for other people so the more successful yeah. business owners we have sure. i think we all win at the end of the day and if we can all mm-hmm. talk to each other like openly then we're fine and i'm hoping that this mm. kind of conversations encourages that openness also, I would even suggest find out who's doing this and talk. To, see if you can talk to them. You might find somebody who will tell you, like, Do you know, I have a ma- So, the machine you're using right now, someone might want to pick mm-hmm. that off you. And then they might mm-hmm. want the thinning one, for example. So, like, don't um, ex- just be as open as you can, not with your recipes, mm-hmm. obviously, or with the business ideas. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised that the people that Oh, I have a kitchen space that I don't use. You know, um, You're right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying. My kitchen is too mm-hmm. big for me, for example. Just, just coming here, this is this. Oh, we closed on Monday. So, example is oh wow, a lot of restaurants. Mm. A lot, some restaurants close on Monday. Some restaurants. Yeah, Um, true. That's avenue for you. If you tell them that again, it may not be free. That's the only downside. Mm, but yeah. at the same time, all the equipment's are there. You know, or the space that mm. you know. So it could be that, you know, um even all these event halls, my damn, let me just come to my, your hall on Wednesday when they have no customers, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. let me use the back end. They're dead. Uh, Monday, Monday through day. Thursdays, they're dead. know oh, Monday mm-hmm. through Wednesdays, they're dead. True, you know? Wednesdays, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, and then you don't need generator, you know, you don't need yes, anything. No, so, if you tell them, mm-hmm. that you, pay, you pay them, say 50k a month, which again, this is me just throwing numbers out there. They may say yes, mm-hmm. you know, so there, there's so many options that as far as production wise, um, mm. that you can do but um, produce in bulk store and then distribute and I'll text you the the contact for the for the NAFDAQ again I've the never NAFDAQ. spoken to a lady before but that was what they shared in the in the group and mm. I thought it was useful
1: okay
0: all right great all right fantastic have a lovely day okay
1: thank you Hi, ciao all right ciao. Okay. Uh,
0: If you like our show and you want to know more, please check out businessfeverng.com. Share the link with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join us again on Monday for a new podcast. Thank you.